0: Hi everyone, Um, my name is Alina, Alina, Elena, Elena, Eleanor. call me whatever you want. Uh, I I feel like at this point, people have butchered my name, so I have just kind of given up. So you can call me Lin, Lee, Elena, whatever, it doesn't really matter. I'm originally from a small little country in the southern part of Africa called Zimbabwe, so that's where the accent comes from okay no funny questions yeah i am from africa (laughs) i hate it when people do that you know have you ever had that you know moment where someone says you know your accent where you from you know uh from africa yeah you know kuta kinte yeah that's where wakanda yes that's me (laughs) anyways jokes aside so um My friends say my life is pretty interesting, so they gave me this idea to start this podcast. I haven't figured out what it is that we'll be talking about, um, but we'll be talking about everything life, you know, the life of a single mother. (laughs) Hey, yes, I am a single mother. (laughs) I know. Did I plan on being a single mother? Not to say there's anything wrong with being a single mother. Nothing absolutely wrong. I think I totally rock it, but... You know, here we are now You know, I won't tell you how many kids I have Yet That's a conversation that will kind of Get into it, but I'm pissed off today, okay I thought that I was in a relationship With somebody, and uh, as you know These boys Be playing games, huh And I mean, I'm not even the one Who suggested dating He did But, you know, in two weeks our relationship Has been minimized to one text a day i swear one text good morning every good day <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know whether i i don't know what it is about me um maybe i'm overqualified for these relationships but like i said those are things i will get into it another day i just wanted to introduce myself and welcome you to my podcast and um just be on the lookout for you know a new episode this is just like an introductory episode. Um, if there things that you want us to talk about, please let me know. You can follow me on my Instagram page. I believe it's Elena underscore Junior. Um, or Facebook, uh, it's Elena Junior as well. Or, you know, you can find me on Twitter. I believe it's Alina Mafumo. I think. I don't know. Honestly, please don't judge me, okay? I have too many things going on for me to know what all my social media accounts and besides i grew up in a third world country i did not own a phone until i was 18 years old well that's another story for another day thank you so much for tuning in i look forward to getting to know you guys and you know interacting with you guys and you guys getting to know a little bit about me i love y'all So, I literally spent 16 minutes of my life recording something, and for some weird reason, it did not record the entire thing. So, I'm having to re record this, so I honestly don't know. So, you know, a few months ago, lo and behold, I'm going through my emails, and uh, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Kryptonite mister you know i can do whatever i want and i will email you back you know those type of guys who will come back into your life you're just gotten yourself together you're just over that heartbreak but they just come back from nowhere and start telling ah baby but we didn't really break up hey you know we just kind of ignored me remember i tried to call you and because of your naivete huh you take him back and then you dump the other guy that you're supposed to be dating. Well, actually, it does make more sense for you to be dating. But because when you, you want the fast and running life, huh? you want the blood rushing, gushing throughout your entire boat. Huh? You dump that guy, the ordinary one, the, the guy that makes you feel safe. The guy you say, oh, my God, it's so boring. That guy. For this one, and you know what he does? He does it again. So that Mr. Guy, that Mr. Fantastic, that Mr. I told him that he was my kryptonite, emails me and says, Hey, Elena, hey, you know, I don't like the way we broke up. Hey, of of all my exes, you were like a friend to me. Oh, whoa, 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 master. Oh, I was the best amongst the best, huh? Okay, let me say I was extremely happy to hear this, okay? Because obviously, I'm the best amongst the best. Yes. I know some of you are like, Elena is so full of yourself. No, sometimes you need to dial your number. You have to go, Elena. Because if you don't do that, who will? Who's going to hop you up? Who's going to be your hype man? You know, this is the thing that I always talk about, about self-esteem, self-worth. You have to have your own self-worth. You cannot wait for somebody to come into your life and tell you who and what you are. So yes, Mr. Fantastic tells me that. So I said, all right, awesome. What was I supposed to say? Because you know what? There's some people in your life who have a tendency of just coming in and out willy-nilly as if you don't have feelings, as if you know you don't have a life, as if they don't even value your life. They just take, take, take. And I wanted to say, stop it. Can somebody say amen? Mm -hmm. I preached right there. But, you know, like I said, I always, you know, this was just like a random episode and, you know, it still makes me mad. I'm always mad about something, okay? So this is just one of those situations where I just feel like, oh my God, but guy, I gave you four years of my life. You know, you didn't see that I was the best of the best. When you had an entire girlfriend who had a baby by you, didn't you realize I was the best of the best? Only to find out, after the relationship, that you had a two-year-old. You know? But, hey, I know you Zimbabweans. This is the other thing again. Let's talk about the rules of engagement. I know you Zimbabweans. Huh? Okay, I don't want to speak in general. But I know you Zimbabweans. If anybody tells their relatives relative or their friends of their friends that Elena was saying this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. You don't come to my podcast then. This is a podcast, you know, just trying to get figure out what the the format is going to be. Uh, you know, one of the bachelor's degrees that I have, I did women's and gender studies, and you know, there's this concept that we t- used to talk about called intersectionality, how different identities intersect to create a person's lived experience. And I feel that you know, in everything that a person does, in as much as sometimes we try to remove ourselves. From those experiences or remove ourselves from those identities, they really play an important role in us and how we decide and how we make decisions and how we live our lives. So, you know, definitely we'll be talking about a lot of how African, an African single mother with XYZ kids, yes, XYZ kids, uh, how I negotiate the dating space, how I negotiated the workspace, how I'm negotiating right now raising my XYZ kids, and all that stuff. And hopefully, in some way or another, that can be relatable to you guys, some of my life lessons when I was growing up until I am this wise 29-year-old. You know, I... I, Yeah, I'm very wise. So, you know, before... I I know I kind of started off in the middle with talking about how Mr. Fantastic, eh, Mr. Kryptonite. Actually, the term Kryptonite came... From a concept that I started when I was very young, I had read Mills and Boon novels. Do you remember them? You know, they were very small, I think about 50 to 100 pages. And you know, they were based on, you know, these romance. Serious romance. Guys, you need to look for Mills and Boons. Just read one. You will call me on my cellular and tell me that Mills and Boons are there. they are the uh, Okay? So I was reading these Mills and Boons and um the story, the first story that I read about this teacher Emily, you know, he she was, you know, in the United States, an English teacher. She gets a job in an Asian country. She goes to that Asian country. This Asian country had oil, and then she gets there. She's teaching. She's taking a walk one day. She meets this tall man, you know, with all the basic commodities: eh? the muscles, the muscles, the muscles, the height, the velvety voice. You know, this guy looks just like an ordinary guy. I don't know. I just feel like these people exist in levels. How did she think that this guy was ordinary? You know, but anyway, she thought that he was an ordinary guy. They started dating. One thing led to the next. And then Emily, uh, the guy asked Emily to marry her. And then when, to marry him. And then when her family comes from the United States to meet this guy, boom, boom, boom. What do you know? The guy is a wealthy billionaire. Oh, you thought I was going to say the guy had a whole girlfriend and a child. No, child. Not all men are like that. Just Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, you know yourself. But anyways, so it turns out that he's a billionaire. She was mad. She just could not believe it. How could you lie to me? Ladies, ladies. Well... There's certain things that if a man lies about money, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me that if he lies that he has a lot of money, that you're going to be pissed off? I mean, it just depends, you know, you're not Elena. Because if you are, you know, if you're wealthy and it turns out that you're wealthy, you think I'm going to shout at you? So I'll be pissed off for a few minutes for lying. But after that, it's all good. It is terrible. It is all good, my man, my guy. Because it means that, you know, he's got the basic commodities. So, you know, they end up getting married. They rode into the sunset and lived happily ever after. Now, does this actually happen? Of course it doesn't. I mean, I've been waiting for my guy who turns out to be a billionaire for the past 29 years of my life. I mean, you can't even get a guy to buy you chocolate. Chocolate! Dollar at Dollar Tree. Yes, you men, you petty people you petty people you cannot buy a chocolate you know these young guys i feel like our generation has completely lost it when it comes to romance they don't do anything for anybody and not to say that you know i'm literally sitting at my house thinking that when i get into a relationship you should buy me chocolate but i'm i'm like that you know this is what i want okay i want to be called on a daily basis i want to be texted on a daily basis you know it doesn't mean if i'm a single mother that I am not supposed to get the same things. I feel like the moment you become a single mother, you become a second-rate citizen. So a lot of guys, a lot of African guys, and this guys, like I said, I'm generalizing. This is not a fact. I think you know there's some really amazing African men out there. You know, and not just African men, men in general. Some very amazing men. But you know, some of the experiences that I've seen is that the moment I open my mouth and I say single mom, oh, baby mama drama. This one. You know, p- people kind of think that typically, you know, I'm, edu- I'm educated, uneducated. worse in a black body that I'm an educated, um, you know, maybe I work, I make $10 an hour. I'm kind of looking for somebody who's going to come in, save me and save me and my children from poverty. Lo and behold, I am very educated. Okay. I'm actually getting my master's right now. All right. And I pay my bills, boo, boo, boo. I pay my bills. So it's just one of those things that I get really, really frustrated with to say, you know, but why? And the other thing that I always think about is even when I was getting into relationships when I was younger, like in my 20s. It's, I know I'm 29, but I feel like when I was younger, like 21, 22, I always looked at, you know, those prerequisites. You know, is he educated? Is he, does he make money? Is he going to be able to provide? And I forgot that. You should also reflect on yourself to think that, you know, if anything happens, if, let's say, for example, something happens to your spouse, will you be able to provide? It doesn't mean that if you're a woman, the ex, okay, fine. You know, in traditional patriarchal homes, only in traditional, it just depends how you define your roles. In some families, men provide, women stay at home right they are the homemakers um in some situations both husband and wife work right and then you know obviously you guys kind of work together to raise your family in some situations literally young lady you have spent your entire life planning that you know all i need to do is to get myself a mediocre degree a mediocre career and i'm okay with mediocre for now because somebody else is going to come with a good paying job and save me. I feel like this puts us women into being vulnerable. That's why sometimes, and I'm like I said, I'm speaking in general terms. It really makes you vulnerable to a whole lot of elements. What if he drives you to a date and leaves you in the restaurant and says he's not going to pay the bill? What's going to happen then? I, honestly, I have those type of nightmares that one day I'm going to go on a date, eat my heart out. And then a guy will just leave me with the bill and I have absolutely no money in my account. So I always make sure when I go on dates that I have some money for transportation, I have I have food allowance, and I offer. Either we split the bill. I think it's also very important. The same way you're looking for basic commodities in somebody, and the same way that he's looking for basic commodities. Wouldn't it be nice if both of you showed each other how independent you are, how physically together you are, how emotionally together you are, you know, how spiritually together you are because things like self-esteem and self-worth are things that you need to figure out on your own. Obviously, you know, there are influences in the world, especially with the social media space where you post a picture some people really say some nasty things, but you need to be sure of yourself. You need to dial the number of your own cellular and call yourself and say, Elena, you is important. You is beautiful. You is awesome. You totally rock. But anyways, moving on. Okay, um, I'm 16. You know, I'm back home, you know. I was I was pretty hot. My brother would love it this notion, but I mean, a lot of guys actually thought I was really hot. Uh, English, equal, intelligent, so I was one of those, you know, really intelligent people because apparently I spoke really good English. And there was this friend of mine. I, I I swear I had a crush on him. He didn't know I had a crush on him, but I had a crush on him. Apparently he had a crush on me too. But then you know we we did the whole courtship thing or friendship thing. So he buys me a chocolate. Yes, there are men in the deep of the, of the, eh, of that, (laughs) in Zimbabwe, who buy women chocolate. Shocked. I was surprised. But I spoke about this to my friends. And I told them that, listen, he got me chocolate. Unbelievable. He was romantic, okay? This guy was really romantic. So I kind of thought, you know, Mills and Boone, this experience that I had with the guy. who I wasn't even dating buying me chocolate because you liked me i mean those are just examples of you know how how i made concepts of romance in my head and the other thing that i made a concept of was like emily i would just get into my little career you know Rent my own little apartment or even share an apartment and then meet this amazing guy, sweep me off my feet, you know, would make a family, and that was the end of that. But unfortunately, you see, life, 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 ne? Ah, (laughs) life kind of teaches you a whole bunch of things, and I mean, obviously, things didn't really work out that way. So, you know, I, I, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19, I moved to South Africa, I was about to turn 20. I'm in my first year, I've lost all the baby weight, I'm looking my hottest. Yeah? Before the kids and everything. I was looking, I still look hot by the way. Don't get it twisted, honey. So you know I'm looking my hardest and I'm a hot little thing. And this guy that I honestly didn't expect to ask me out. Ask me out. Ask me out is just a term that I use, you know, date. Date being Asked me to be his girlfriend, not date where we're going on a couple of days, we're still trying to figure out whether or not this will actually work in our circles, in our Zimbabwean circles, where I grew up, you know, you meet a guy, a chickening equivalent to KFC they, he asks for your number you know, the next thing you know he's texting you on whatsapp or on text and saying baby, you know you're in a relationship, I love you, I love you too so it's not as deep as you know, we date for 15 months 15 months before we define a relationship, DTR! ah, come on, guys. No, I'm not. I am not dating you for 15 months. I mean, maybe the first month I will kind of have to figure out, like, you know, is this actually going to fit? Ah, 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 ah. That is my life. Oh, what if I die? Ah, no, you can't date me for 15 months without DTR. Without DTR, defining the relationship. Come on now. So, anyways, from the very word go, you know, he. Just like I said. You guys have been butchering my name. But he called me Lin. Lin. Shortcut for Elina. He called me Lin. Ah, he had the basic commodities. Yo, he was totally. Totally. You know, he had a good profession. I'm literally closing my eyes when I think about it. Good profession. eh? You know, the the type of guy that when you tell your friends. eh, So, it's like... So, I'm dating somebody. What does he do? Oh, he's a, you know, MD. Of course, he wasn't a medical doctor. I know you, huh? I know you, Zimbabweans. Remember, I, t- I said it. You're going to tell relatives, relatives, and then you start searching through my friends to see who, who used to call Elena Lynn. Eh, mind your own business now, Abby. So, <laughs> you know, he, he, he called me Lin, you know, he had all the basic commodities. So, when our relationship started, which is what, how I feel like, Every time a relationship starts, it just kind of starts with intensity, right? Co, co, ko call. Not the nature that I'm in or was in, where the guy after like two days was now texting, literally texting me good morning and have a good day. But he texted me. You know, he used to write me emails. He used to call me his beautiful Onini. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, guys, the things that happen, happen in these streets, yo... It's tough, oh. Ah, it's beautiful, and you say used to say that my face used to re- radiate in the sun, yeah And that when I walked, I was like a gazelle. I mean, these descriptions were, guys. It was Mills and boom stuff, okay? Because I could not even believe, I could not believe how lucky I was to have a guy who was this smart, who was this educated, who had all this money. You see, that's where the problem starts. You start feeling as though he saved you from something. So your love, it's a power thing, right? He has more power than you. Love is not supposed to feel like that. I feel like we need to be equals, right? The same way you feel lucky for having me in your life, I, I also feel lucky to have you in my life. It's not like you have this, you are supernatural, kryptonite. Like what I used to call him um, from a song. I don't remember the name of the song, really, honestly. But it was Kryptonite. But I don't remember the name of the group. And that's where I kind of took that. He was my Kryptonite. No matter what he did. No matter what he said. No matter how he behaved. I would take him back. Thus, it explains why Mr. Fantastic thought that by sending me this stupid email. My heart would go boom, 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 boom. And then, you know, since I had told him that he was my kid tonight, I would just take him. He would just waltz back into my life. Well, no, no, boo-boo. If you're listening, it wasn't happening. But anyways, I feel like I just said so much. And we will continue this in our next episode. And I will tell you what happened with Mr. Fantastic. But word of the day, guys. Love yourself. Okay. Put in the world of yourself. In the world of Alina. Her XYZ kids come first. And she also comes first. And her family comes first. Because if you don't put yourself first. Nobody else will. So self love. Self love guys. Self, Self love. Be sure of who you are. Be sure of who you are. Don't expect someone to make you happy. They need you both of you need to add elements of happiness to each other no one can make you happy other than yourself on that note may the church say amen amen so before i started this podcast this is what i was listening to i was actually listening to dmx (laughs) random of people in the universe i chose dmx i really do like dmx uh especially his old music i wouldn't know if he has any new music after he got out of jail but i know for a fact that you know especially that one where he features um cisco can't really say the name out loud because obviously it's a bunch of profanity so i can't necessarily say that But I was just thinking, you know, I I just had a random thought. I was on YouTube and just doing a little bit of research for paper writing. And I just happened to come across Grace Mugabe's, um, one of Grace Mugabe's posts. (laughs) Uh, For those who know Grace Mugabe um, or those who come from Zimbabwe, obviously, are familiar with Grace Mugabe. Um, But she used to be the first lady of Zimbabwe. She was Robert Mugabe's wife. You know, a very young, feisty little woman. Not necessarily called little, but, you know, she was a very feisty woman who, I, I mean, this woman had got, you know, this woman got herself a PhD at some point in her life. And I don't think she actually worked towards the PhD, but hey, who am I? But, you know, on one of those occasions when they were doing these rallies, so they went on, you know, these youth interface rallies all over Zimbabwe. Uh, Grace decided to, you know, impart a little bit of knowledge of some of the things that she had been doing in college, and I guess she had just learned Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you know, it's in the middle of nowhere. You know, people are angry. People are, you know, are, are worried about what their children will eat. People are, are waiting to hear what the president wants to interface about or connect with the president or hear all these amazing initiatives the president had for the nation. And there she goes running her mouth. She starts talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Really? When well, your people don't even have food on their table, you're busy spewing all that nonsense. I don't know why I thought of this, but I just think that sometimes, you know, you ask a guy something, or you ask your spouse something, or somebody in you know, a relationship with, and they just go on a tangent. Have you ever had that situation? You catch them cheating. And they start telling you about, you know, it's not always my fault, you know, it is you, hey, you don't love me, now. Nah, what about me, and all that stuff. I know, there's absolutely no relationship between what Reis Mugabe said and all this other stuff. But, I, you know, I, I just wanted to make, you know, that connection. Which reminds me of another other thing, you know, this morning I was just talking to Mr. Nice Guy. He said I should call him Mr. Nice Guy and, and I shouldn't say out his name. But you know, you were just making a comment or just saying, you know, Lena, you know, you were a mixture of sexy and all these other things. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that thing. But you know, a mixture of sexy and this and that. Uh, but, and then I was like, you know what? I, I may be a mixture of that. It really doesn't count for anything in this world. And then he was like, it does count for something for somebody who actually cares about you or wants to be with you and i said you know you've just reminded me of an idea of what i wanted to talk about in my next podcast which is sometimes when people realize you know you show a person who you are right you show them that you know you are funny you are loud you know you like drinking alcohol and all of a sudden once you get into the relationship the guy wants you to change or once you get in the relationship the lady wants you to change not to say that when you get into relationships you shouldn't compromise. I get it that people should compromise. You know, they and they certain it's not only about you anymore; it's about the other person as well. I get that part, but I'm talking about the things, the characteristic traits that I've always had. You knew your man cheats from day one, and because you have a ring on your f- thing on his finger, shock, you're shocked. Dead, <laughs> shocked. You're shocked dead if he cheats on you, huh? You know, like, why do you say, oh, your man never bought you airtime, my sister? Now, for those who stay in Zimbabwe, they know what airtime op- is. In, in African countries, we have airtime. We don't necessarily have, people have contracts and you get airtime, but you can top up your airtime. It's like credit on your phone. So, you know, I'm just saying, you know, your boyfriend has never bought you airtime. Your boyfriend has never taking you out for dinner. Your boyfriend has never made the a point to call you every day. Or your girlfriend has always been very dodgy and very sinister then just because you're married you have different expectations you expect them to change i just want to point out there ladies or oh, and gentlemen that if people don't change it's very unlikely that whatever your relationship was before you got married it's not going to change because you're married married because marriages are just you being boyfriend and girlfriend but just under a different title now your husband or wife it does not mean that somebody is going to all of a sudden be your wife if they did not they don't have the qualities to be whatever the type of person you're looking for from the very beginning it is just not going to work out you know why i was thinking about this let me be honest okay i'm mad okay okay this is what happened today I'm on Facebook, right? And I'm just browsing through, reading other people's lives and you know, some stalking some other people that I was stalking, you know, getting into their business, not necessarily, you know, being in their business, but at the same time minding my own business, lo and behold, hmm, I see somebody, one of my friends is engaged. Naturally, I'm a very, you know, I'm not a jealous person, unless if you take what's mine. But naturally, I was very excited for this guy. I was like, you know, congratulations. But then I'm like, ah, 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 ah. Miracles never cease. This is the same guy who a couple months ago had been DMing me and telling me about how unfortunate his life was and wanted to be with me. This guy was crying for me. Yes, people actually do cry for me. He was crying for me on the phone. He used to harass me and call me 50,000 times, you know? And this very same guy is engaged when, what, how? Hi muntu. hey person, how 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 how? You know, you know this is one of those situations where you're dating somebody, right? And then they ghost you, and after they ghost you, next thing you know, you hear that they're married. This is it. So you know, I would have loved to say his name out loud, but now I know you females. Ah, uh, de- I've dealt with you females before because you know the one thing that you actually do is you find out some information about boyfriend. Okay, this actually did happen. So, you know, one of my good friends... Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I know you're going to hear this. I truly apologize. But this is just the time that I can actually use this as an example. I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I love you. Okay? Anyways. So, one of my friends, you know, she's dating... She was dating, uh, like, let's say, student president at our school. And, you know, they've been dating for a little while. She might have had dumped my cousin at some point. You know, my cousin was a was a hankadori. Hunk okay, but she dumped him and she went for you, you know how we girls are, we always go for the ones that actually don't give a you know about us. The, those are the ones that we want, the ones that we kind of struggle to get. You know, we have to fight for our love. You gotta fight. Oh, that not. Oh my god, it's tiring! But, anyways, you know, so you know, she's dating this guy. Me and my other friend were taking a walk. Who do we find? Okay, we found Mr president they walking around with this other girl ah so we 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 this is nuzo so we decide you know let's go tell our friend that her boyfriend is cheating we told her hey she starts telling us hey you guys are jealous of me hey just because you don't have boyfriends hey you know i know you've always wanted him he has told me that you want him whoa whoa whoa, madam Uh ah is it the next best thing to sliced bread huh is he the only man on this earth hey, because he's a president of the student body you think me I want him hey, besides this man you know we were at Matinura high school I mean what is so particular he's a student he does not have a job sister hey so she hated us she hated us she actually did believe that you know we wanted her man and like I always say, guys a man is not your relative hey just because you're getting it on a regular does not make him your relative because if he comes to you come back to us and you will still want us to be friends right after you told me that i'm jealous of you okay honey so okay long story short yes he was cheating on her what did i say what did i say didn't we tell you boo boo that he was cheating on you but you know, as females, the naivety of it all, you know, the the audacity. Yeah? You don't want to listen to you know what we have to say. So I mean I want to say out his name, but yeah, sisters are not loyal. Yeah? Because you think these men are your relatives. <laughs> I just love a lot because I did the same thing, you know, with my other boyfriend. But you know, that is a story for another day. But I just remembered, you know, when I was doing my work that I did not finish that story in the morning of Mr. Fantastic. I have decided that, you know what, I shouldn't call him Mr. Fantastic. Because this boy was not fantastic in my life, okay? He caused me a lot of stress, All right, And I'm going to tell you what exactly happened. Because I, this segment, honestly, I'm going to call Men are not your relatives, okay? It doesn't mean if you're in a relationship, not even just men, even females, if you're in a relationship, they're not your relatives. They can stab you in the back anytime. So, like I said, in the morning, word of the day is put yourself first. Put your family first. Put whatever is important to you first. Keep those connections. Do not isolate yourself. Because sometimes I feel like, you know, in terms of abuse, a lot of women or a lot of people that are vulnerable are the ones that are isolated. That's why abuse is like isolating you because you don't have connection with the rest of the world. So, I just decided that, you know, let me just finish the story because, you know, I got pissed off because i decided to go through those emails you know of course i started by reading the beautiful onion because that beautiful Onyinye that i am i really needed like a boost you know you know that mr fantastic but he's not mr fantastic i'm going to call him 30 and we'll get to the point why i call him 30. long story short you know we went through because we were on and off for a couple of years go on and on going on and off i leave zimbabwe and i remember you know this other time he had come to see me in the evening and while we're just talking, you know, at our usual meeting point. I mean, he never really took me out anyways, though I felt like the most special person. The reason why, you know, when you grow up in the ghetto and your boyfriend has a car and people see cars standing in front of your house, guys, you don't understand what it does to your self-dignity and respect. Yeah, I felt myself that I had definitely succeeded, I'm invested in a foreign country and I'm dating a guy with a car, so whether he treated me like crap or not, it really didn't, didn't matter, like I told you, the whole power dynamic, because, you know, he was my alpha and omega, eh, he was the one, the crypto knight, so it didn't really matter, and honestly, he used to see me at night, and, you know, for those who grew up in the ghetto if a boyfriend came looking at you at night you know it just means that you were just a night shift person not even during the day i didn't get a time from this guy nothing all i got was the status associated with dating a guy who is successful and has all the basic commodities and that was enough for me just a text here text there when he wants something then he comes and gets it and then he leaves so 30 came in the middle of the night and i was asking 30, you know tell me tell me tell me you know in life in Zimbabwe is very dark you know my life story tell me tell me i do he laughed at me laughed to my face okay fine so you know time goes by I'm now in the United States 30 gets in touch with me obviously he knows pen pen I've told him he's my kryptonite so he calls me as usual those guys of yours who whom you're booty call sister hey you know yourselves hey don't be looking at me with the side eye and saying Elina is being ridiculous yes some of you are booty and you're okay with it because some of you have accepted mediocrity in your lives mediocre relations mediocre interactions I know I use a lot of mediocrity but let's not normalize what is abnormal the fact that a guy takes you once a day shouldn't be enough for you or that your spouse only thinks of you once a day or that your spouse doesn't even think to do anything special for you we should not normalize the of relationships is the same as normalizing somebody who slaps you or hits you or chokes it is not normal no matter how much they try to sell it to you we all know what the norm is anything that is out fine we talk about outside the box we talk about reality being subjective got it but the moral is no one should shock anyone no one should lay hands on anybody no one should treat anyone like a piece of crap you know what i mean so, okay, so, you know, he came by in the evening, what whatnot, and okay, I moved to the United States. He then sends me an email and starts talking to me, you know, just in general, I guess, trying to ease me back into the dysfunction, which was our relationship. Then he tells me he's moving to the States. Great. So, he, most of the States, he's a student. I'm working full-time. I actually had two jobs, you know, and, you know, my job was, like, I would work nine to five on my regular job and then i would have overnights as well so i would spend at least four days of the night without sleeping in my bed just to make sure that i had money for rent and enough money to send back home and also help him with his bills and also buy his groceries and make sure that i'm there i used to cook for this man you know this other thing that some of us women very very stupid always dating these people who are working progress you know people are working progress not just women even men She's a work in progress, she's a student, you know, she's getting it, you know, she's gonna be successful at some point. What if she succeeds and she doesn't want to be with you? What if, you know, you in the future is not part of her journey? Or you in the future is not part of his journey, what are you going to do then? Investing in another person's future, saying you're making a contribution to somebody who's not even your husband. Hey, some of you be wived up, be husbanded up, eh? paying her bills. Ne? Hey, taking care of a mother and a mother's mother thinking that you'll marry her or you marry him well, hey, it happened to me okay so I'm doing all these things you know and I'm thinking that I'm building into our future right so he finishes his degree I organize a little shindig for his graduation right I buy gifts you know I'm trying to go above and beyond I cross the ocean for you I cross the ocean for this guy okay i will bring you the moon. i did that okay thinking that you know it should mean for something okay so after he was done you know he needed to move out of res, res- residence uh he was staying at res in, in college so he moved these things into my apartment right and i'm thinking great 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 we're moving in together so during that time again he had told me that you know he wanted us to go meet his brother his brother stayed in another state in the united states and um would do it you know just before he leaves to go back where he used to work because he needed to go wrap some things up over there and then when the time came he said "No, no no we can't really go to meet my brother because my brother and his wife are going through some problems whoa you see i forgot to mention that in the years that we were together i'd never met not even a mosquito from his family nothing i knew he had a mom there was a time that i wanted to meet his mom and uh i don't know what happened and then he said there was a funeral and i could meet her <laughs> ah and you know how these people are like eh? they name drop people ah mama was saying hi to you just when he knows that i'm about to question then he starts saying oh you know baby it's just time we need to talk about our future we need to talk about there are no specific dates You know there's not like an elaborate plan to say you know we're gonna date for the next six months i was thinking that in the next year and a half i'm going to go and pay your bride price at your lobola at your homestead no it's always like a name drop it's a very convenient time you know just to string you along so uh, four years four years i did not meet a mosquito i did not meet a flea i did not meet a dog nothing a cousin nothing nobody i didn't know this person so what what is that you you date somebody and you don't know anything about them so you think texting each other and calling each other without knowing where he comes from please note, like i said intersectionality we need to know where this person comes from you need to know what identities intersect to make who, who he is because if we're talking about a rest of life commitment here we're talking about long term here so, if you don't know anything about his people or even his friends, except his Facebook friends. Ah, guys. Hey, Banta. Hey, bana, <laughs> Come on. All right. So, you know, I couldn't meet his brother. Great. He goes to another country. After he goes to another country, once again, I've been relegated really to one text a day. I swear, like I said, these people, four years to one text. All right you know i know i said it's all right i said all right but all right you know um ah, it's fine you know I'm, I'm i'm still kicking it in the united states i'm waiting for him he had told me a specific date when he was going to come back then he sends me an email and calls me and say baby i need uh, 250 dollars so that i can write my exams uh to so that i can practice whatever i'd gone to school for in the united states so once again i'm investing in our future huh so what do i do I sent him the man and he blocked me just like that I never heard from this guy ever again no call no text no email nothing zero only to then go on Facebook to find out that him and his wife guys his wife wife he had a wife so what was I then Huh? What was that? And then this is the same guy. He's broken up with his wife. He's now living the single life. He sends me an email. Okay? To say I was the best thing that has ever happened to him. No. No shit. Really? 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 Now I'm the next best thing, you know? And to make matters worse... I, I. I don't know why people do this to me. His signature, he writes from Mister Fate, eh? BSc in Tony 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 at the University of KwaZulu BA this 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 at the University of Pretoria. MSW at this 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 is brackets cum laude. MS in this is this this, 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 this this brackets summa cum laude phd in software engineering at hamburg university then at the bottom intern at this this organization for three years and intern as this is his signature i swear i i don't know you guys and your signatures you know when you're having your signature hey guys do you have to write the whole entire paragraph eh? your life history you know, so that was thirty. Now, let me go back before I go, I just wanna say that if you are listening thirty, I want my money. Ah, uh, I want my money because you you actually when you asked me for that money, you told me that you're gonna give it back. So me now I want my money. I've sent you an email. I also follow you on Instagram. <laughs> Sounds like I'm stalking you right? But I want my money back. Number two, babe. If I told you you were amazing in bed, sweetie, you were not. You are a 30-second man. Yes, I said it. 30 seconds. Okay? You did not mean nothing. All you did was sweat and that's it. There was nothing amazing about it. Eat on that. Thank you.